Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Just like you, I'm an independent retail business owner. I love the home decor and gift boutique I co-own with my sister, but I don't want it to consume me or my life. Join me each week as I share lessons learned, helpful tips, and valuable information for your retail business and life. Whether you're buying your products or making your products, whether you're a 25K business or a $2.5 million business, I'm on a mission to help indie retailers work less, profit more, and grow. Let's get started on today's episode. Welcome to episode 169 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. The shocking brick-and-mortar retail business metric you need to know. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know I don't normally practice scare tactics or use fear appeal titles in my podcast episodes. However, I do want this episode to catch your attention. I genuinely want retailers, and I mean all independent retailers, including anyone looking to open a store, I want all of you to listen to this podcast episode. In episode two of this podcast, I think that was from 2019, it was titled, How Much Do I Need to Make in Sales in Order to Pay Myself? We will link this episode in the show notes. And at the time, I wanted aspiring or current store owners to understand the volume of revenue they would need to generate in order to hit their income goal. So if you think back, episode one was where I shared and launched the podcast and I was just announcing that I would be doing the podcast. And then in episode two, immediately after that, I talked about this metric. So clearly it was important for me to share then And now, after years of working with retail store owners, it's still front and center. However, what I shared in episode two was really an indirect way of telling you what I'm going to tell you directly today. In the show notes for episode two, you have the ability to sign up for my newsletter to get access to my sales to salary calculator. This is one of my most popularly used calculators. This is how I know paying yourself is really important. Also how I know that on average, store owners are looking to pay themselves, I should say independent store owners, are looking to pay themselves anywhere between fifty dollars and $75,000 on average in income. How do I know this? Because of the results of the calculator from everyone who has taken or used the calculator. For many starting store owners and even store owners who I would say generate, I don't know, anywhere between or up to $300,000 and $500,000 in annual revenue, your pay will most likely come from the net profit in your business until your CPA recommends that you get on payroll and you become or file as an S-corp. For the sake of keeping this podcast episode simple, I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of taxes and for store owners. We'll just leave it at that. What's important here is that we have a conversation about net profit, and net profit is an important metric to know and understand. Net profit is the metric and the focus of this podcast episode. Net profit is what people refer to as the bottom line on your profit and loss statement, because it's literally the last line on your income statement. The net profit amount or margin, so it's an amount if it's a dollar value and a margin if it's a percentage. 
Now, whether it's negative or positive, it's referred to as in the red or in the black. So in the red, meaning you're in the negative, in the black if you're in the positive. Net profit is determined by taking your total real revenue for the year, and then you're going to subtract your cost of goods and you're going to subtract your operating expenses. That's how you come up with your net profit. So that's real revenue minus your cost of goods and your operating expenses. Now, I like to use examples and share stories, mostly because we're all in different stages or levels of understanding this information. Personally, I'm a slow learner. It can take me three to four times to read or listen to something for it to fully click in my brain. This is why it's so important for me to simplify things when I teach or to record these podcast episodes. If you're at a much more advanced stage or level of learning, I understand this will seem extremely simple to you, but we're all in different places and I want to make sure I'm serving everyone that's listening. So for the sake of using simple round numbers, let's say Becky's Boutique made $100,000 in sales in 2022. She spent $50,000 on her apparel, the cost of goods, and she also spent $35,000 on operating expenses. That's her rent, utilities, shopping bags, software, point of sale system, all of that stuff. So that's $100,000 in revenue minus $50,000 for cost of goods and then minus the $35,000 for operating expenses. This means Becky's net profit is $15,000 in 2022. Most likely, this is how Becky's paying herself and or reinvesting in her business. This episode is brought to you by Master Shopkeepers, my mastermind group for brick and mortar retail store owners. If you're craving support, connection, inspiration, and motivation for your retail business, apply to join us. It doesn't matter what stage of shopkeeping you're in. What matters is your drive to work less, profit more, and grow, both personally and professionally. Learn more at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash group membership. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash group membership, all one word. So Becky's net profit margin was 15%. It was 15,000 divided by the 100,000. Now, if we apply that 15% net margin to a $500,000 business, their net profit would be $75,000. If we apply a 15% margin to a million dollar retail business, that store owner's net margin is $150,000. Do you see where I'm going here? This is really where I want you to pause and stop multitasking so you can hear what I'm saying. And I'm saying this just in case you checked out of the conversation when I started talking about net profit and I started sharing some numbers because for some of you, maybe not all of you, but for some of you, you're like, okay, I'm out. I've kind of checked out of this conversation. I don't understand what Kathy's saying. So just listen to this. Net profit is slim in a traditional retail brick and mortar business. And when I say a traditional retail brick and mortar business, it means you're buying goods and then reselling it. Simple as that, we're just gonna keep it super simple. How slim? We're generally talking less than 20% net profit and it's not uncommon 
for indie retailers to only have a 10% net profit or less. This is low, especially if you compare it to other business types. And let me explain. So not all brick and mortar retail businesses are exactly the same. I, sh- I want to make sure that I acknowledge this first. So you might have a unique retail brick and mortar business model beyond buying and reselling goods. And that type of retail business can net profit around 30%, for example. It's a bit higher. And what's an example of a of a retail business that does something a little bit different? So if you have an event space that you rent out, if you have a thriving e-commerce business, um, or if you make your own products and have a really good stream of wholesale revenue, and that's because you're selling your handmade products to maybe 100 plus other store owners. I can go on and on with examples of a brick and mortar retail business that's doing other things, that's doing something in their business other than buying and reselling goods. I hope this clicks. Another example is if you take brick and mortar out of the business equation, these businesses don't have the overhead that comes with having a physical space or the expense of cost of goods. So now you're thinking like service-based businesses, maybe an accountant who works from home, a graphic designer who's a subcontractor. For these types of businesses, they can net profit 50 to 70%. Yes, that much higher. So this suddenly puts things into perspective, right? No wonder why so many small brick and mortar retail businesses struggle and sometimes fail. So I'll say it one more time. Net profit is extremely slim for brick and mortar retailers. But I want to say that they don't have to fail. And I'm not sharing this podcast episode to spread doom and gloom in our industry. I promise that wouldn't be coming from me, right? You might be thinking, why don't aspiring and current store owners see or know this? Like, Kathy, why are you sharing this now in such a direct way? Well, I think they don't know this because of a variety of reasons. And this is just a few. Um, You know, the first one is sometimes store owners or aspiring store owners, they're just blinded by the dreamy vision they have for their store. Uh, Maybe it's the store owners who don't have a bookkeeper, so they don't have a profit and loss statement. Or even if they do have a bookkeeper, their bookkeeper doesn't really know this one bit of valuable information in particular about a retail business. So they don't communicate this with their client or more importantly, educate them about this. Another reason could be that the store owners afraid to face or look at their numbers, even if they have a bookkeeper. Uh, Another reason is that we're so busy wearing 100 other hats. There's so much to do in a brick and mortar retail business that maybe the finances get pushed to the bottom. The last thing that I want to say is no one teaches this or screams it from a rooftop like I am now. And you might be wondering, like, why am I so confident in sharing this in today's podcast episode? Because at this point, I have worked with hundreds of retailers directly. I have looked at and analyzed the profit and loss statements of probably at least 100 
indie retail businesses. I'm also familiar with the net profit of businesses that have either unique business models or don't have brick and mortar retail spaces. You know, I have I have friends and I'm in groups and I listen to other podcasts for other types of businesses aside from retail businesses. So I've really had accumulated a lot of information over the past few years around net profit in particular. So you might be wondering, okay, Kathy, you've told me that on average, indie retailers net profit 10 to 20%, but is it possible to get into or above the 20% range? Yes, this, this is the store owner, and I want to explain who this is then. This is the store owner who knows they have to focus on great margins, which means pricing their products or sourcing low-priced products. They know they have to keep operating expenses lean. They're diligent about their operating expenses. And or this is the store owner who might have a unique retail business model or additional revenue streams. And yeah, there are store owners who do this. I have Master Shopkeepers members who generate $1 million plus in revenue in their retail businesses and pay themselves $100,000 to $150,000 a year. I see you, retail CEO. However, for those of you that don't or didn't know this one bit of information, use this episode to empower yourself. This episode is brought to you by my free resource, Tools of the Retail Trade Resource Guide, a 28-page downloadable resource filled with software, tools, and equipment recommendations just for brick-and-mortar retail store owners. Learn what I use and what other store owners are using. Visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash resources. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash resources and sign up for my newsletter to get the guide. If me sharing this suddenly creates a problem in your mind and you're thinking, how will I ever make enough in my business to pay myself? Keep this in mind. Problems or opportunities. Net profit measures how effective your business is at generating profit on each dollar of revenue you bring in. So if this was me and it suddenly started creating a problem in my mind, I would ask myself, one, how can I generate more revenue? Two, how can I get every penny possible out of each dollar? Number three, what else can I do to generate revenue? Because it is possible to run a profitable retail business that pays you. It is possible. Now I have an ask, and I don't do this often, but I'm going to ask that you share this podcast episode everywhere possible. This podcast episode is something I've wanted to record for a while now, but I wanted it to be really clear and concise. I do literally want to scream this from the rooftops for all store owners and aspiring store owners in particular. It's something I wish someone would have shared with me 10 years ago. On my Team Savvy Trello board, I have our purpose, our cause, and our passion listed so that I and my entire team can stay focused on our mission. And number one on that list is to empower independent retail business owners by supporting and educating them. I can't manage the minds of retailers. I know this. The mission of this podcast, however, is to educate and empower you. 
If I didn't record this podcast episode, I would be doing all of you a disservice. And I wish I would have recorded it sooner. I wish I would have been more direct with all of you sooner. I want to add that if you're a member of Master Shopkeepers and maybe you are feeling slightly defeated or not sure what direction to head in after this podcast episode, you have access to tools like the Retail Profit Pie Spreadsheet to help you understand what is going on in your business and where you can make improvements. You have access to a a volume of marketing lessons. You have access to all of the brain power for group members in Master Shopkeepers so that you can increase foot traffic, increase revenue. You're not alone in this. It's really important that I mention that. So tap into the resources in that group. I have seen too many retailers confused and perplexed about why they aren't quote unquote successful, like why it feels so hard, why can't they pay themselves, why they feel like they're failing. We put so much emotion into our businesses, but if you realize, oh, it's just a numbers game and I can take XYZ steps to make my numbers better, you're going to take the emotion out and you're going to start to get creative with solutions to the number problem. If you have a friend looking to open a store, if you're part of a Main Street organization, if you're a member of your Chamber of Commerce, if you are a part of a local small business group, I am really, truly encouraging you to share this episode. In fact, I'm imploring you to share this. It's that important. I've never, ever said that. This is episode 169 and probably close to 200 episodes if you include all of the bonus episodes I've recorded. And I've never said this before. At least I don't think I have. I sometimes see indie retailers imploring their customers and communities to shop and keep small businesses alive. But what if we shift this and implore to share with each other, with our business neighbors, so that we can keep indie retail alive? If you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 169. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.